0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 391, recorded live on Sunday, December 21st, 2014. We need to talk about a random topic, rolled ahead of time. The random topic for this week, what do you keep in the trunk of your car i have to say as soon as i saw that as a random topic even before i rolled i'm like oh that'd be really funny because ah ha ha dead hookers
1: playing uh (laughs) a bit much there dave i do not keep dead
0: hookers in the trunk of my car it's a it's just the joke right like that's what's in the trunk of people's cars
2: that's an awful joke
1: better than a live hooker you are terrible people
2: I think the only difference between a live hooker and a dead one is time. In this case,
1: if they're both in the trunk of your car, Schrodinger's hooker. What?
0: (laughs) Wow, that got really dark really fast. You guys, I'd like to to point out that since like 1970, all trunks—I don't know the actual date. Andy probably would, and he'll yell at me for getting it wrong. All trunks from American cars uh, are required to have a way to release it from the inside.
2: Yes, they are required to be manufactured that way. They are not required to stay that way.
0: <laughs> you just got to put a lock on it, right? And so I think Dave there's there's a like a hunker. light in there or something. I don't know. I think that's the only so one. Dave has
2: them a dead hucker. And um, I actually have two perf- poofy skirts made out of crinoline. In mine, from the wedding. Yes, yeah, from Justin Zach's wedding. Why We're are still they still in about. your car? They're just chilling in the back seat or back, in the trunk. Taking Why up the are the entire they still trunk. in your car?
0: I, my my trunk contents change based on time of the year. Um, I mean the, I, I'm counting the back of the Prius as the trunk
1: because technically there's no real trunk. Yeah, yours but, is kind of an open trunk, isn't it?
0: Yep. Uh, I've got some blankets back there, a pillow, the spare tire is back there. Uh, typically I, I would have a set of jumper cables.
2: I don't think we can say typically. I think they know. like today,
0: like right now, physically in, in the trunk of my car. Yeah, I think so. No, it's, it's what do you keep? Not what do you have? We're currently
2: keeping.
1: It's not current. It's just, what do you keep in the trunk of your car? Air. Okay. Isn't
2: Dave the one who's supposed to find loopholes, not Bry? Well, not I, I mean, loophole. Dave is. Uh I,
0: I think you're looking for a loophole.
2: No, I'm just trying to to make it so that you're not going to be so general that it's pointless.
0: It's not general. I, jumper cables is not general. My spare tire is not general. Blankets, pillows, those are not general. I was going to say, in the winter, often... Uh, well, I don't, but I, I know other people who do have, have kitty litter in their trunk.
2: This is the point that I was making. The often... Fine. Other
0: people... Fine. I don't keep kitty litter in my trunk. Do either of you or have either of you? I used to. Besides when you're bringing it home for your
1: cats?
2: I I have it when I bring it home for my cats, and
1: that's it. We used to. I don't think we do currently. Right now, it's water bottles, uh, windshield wiper fluid, and some antifreeze liquid.
0: Water bottles is a good thing. I should probably actually put one or two of those in the car. All right, Bri, now that we've talked about what we do have in the trunk, what would you keep in the trunk? What are some other things... What are things people should keep in their trunk?
2: What should keep it was probably a first aid kit, a roadside assistance kit, and probably your spare tire. I think I have a spare tire in the trunk. It's underneath the little floor. I'm there.
0: having I'm having flashbacks to like D&D and Pathfinder of like, do you have a healer's kit? No. Should you? Yes.
2: Do you have a bedroll? Oh, you're just going to we- sleep in your armor? Oh, that sounds fun. Yay, you're fatigued the
0: next day. Oh, shit. I was never that bad of a DM. Nope. Uh, just as a heads up, Lauren is good to know you if you are sleeping in your he will assume you are not sleeping in your armor. And if you are sleeping in your armor, you will be fatigued.
1: Yeah, I currently don't have a session with him as the DM, just one with him as the nope. player. And well, John will do the same thing. See, right no, you also just, don't wear armor. Right now, Lauren is Lauren and Anna are going back and forth so much that I can just kind of hide behind them. It's pretty impressive, isn't it?
0: Uh, Laura's pointing out having she has a, a tire inflator, an air compressor that plugs into the cigarette lighter. Yeah, I keep that in my deck seat. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, those are pretty nice. Like, oh no, my tires are low. Oh, well, I will turn the car on and inflate them.
2: Yeah, they're not very expensive either. About 30 bucks.
0: Yep. That said, you can just pull up to a gas station and it's like 25 cents to just use their compressor.
2: Yeah. It's always been a dollar everywhere I go. Holy shit! And you must need to have quarters. Raise the price. Who the hell carries four dollars and quarters? I said a dollar.
0: Oh,
1: a dollar. A dollar will last you like not minutes. Not a dollar per tire.
2: Not a dollar per tire. No, just a dollar. Okay. It'll give you fifteen to twenty minutes worth of pumping time, and that should be enough to fill up your tires, even if they're empty.
0: Fifteen minutes of compressed air. Wonder what else I could do with fifteen minutes of compressed air.
2: Make a lot of balloons that don't do anything.
0: They just kind of sit there.
2: Fill so up a lot of um, sleeping, like the uh, inflatable mattresses.
0: <laughs> uh, except that would be at the gas station. That's a little. I know. Less than I don't understand why you would want to. I don't if you're know
2: what you could do. That's why
0: I'm asking you guys. Just get your own right. air compressor. So so roadside assistance kit, first aid kit. Maybe some non-perishable food,
2: water, blankets. It doesn't necessarily have to be non-perishable, just food that lasts a year or two.
0: Um, Well, yes, as long as you remember to replace it. Right. Flares, I guess, would be part of the the roadside kit.
2: I would think so, yeah. And if you're going to be in cold areas, a blanket and a way to keep warm would be a smart idea. We have. Yeah. I just get gotten Beth a 12 volt electric blanket that plugs in the car.
0: But what if your car's battery runs out?
2: It, it will run out eventually.
0: Oh, oh! A canister of gas for if you run for out. For if you run out of gas, then you have a little canister in the back that can get you like an extra mile or two to get to a gas station.
2: I was not thinking of gasoline. I was thinking of like the natural the, gas. <laughs> no, the gas that you use to clean out your uh, keyboards. WD-40? That's just more compressed air.
1: I know, but I was like, why are you getting that? I know I don't understand things, but even I know when you talk about cars and you talk about gas, it means gasoline. Well, we were talking about compressed air pretty recently, so. But that's, who refers to that as gas? Gas. That's a good question. It is a gas. It is a gaseous form. <laughs> it is not what people actually, talk about when they say gas.
0: A, is it even gas or is it liquid when it's stored in the can? Is it actually a liquid? I, I have no idea,
2: but I usually refer to those as gas canisters, not gas cans.
0: Okay. I okay. It's a gas can. I guess I can see cuz it's like a can, physical can like a soda can. Right. Full of gas. Yes. But no, it it, it I meant like a gasoline unless you want to clear out the dash or something and like blow the dust off
2: i don't know that doesn't mean like that's something that you'd want to keep in your car
0: no you really wouldn't but the the, the gas can full of gasoline yeah just like an extra gallon that's actually a typically a pretty good thing to have
1: yeah I and mean, i don't carry one of those i mean, i don't know i don't know if i'll carry that but i've got a lot of the other stuff here. Mentioned. Yeah, I have
0: almost none of the other stuff we've mentioned. I'm screwed if I get stuck in the middle of nowhere.
1: Where are you gonna be in the middle of nowhere? Traveling between here and there. So really, Brendan's
0: the only one who needs to worry about it.
1: Yeah, but my car's not that old or bad or anything. Full circle. Bam. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Dave. Dudes well played. Anywhere. And with that,
0: I think that's actually everything. Laura did make a comment about the next question should be, "What do you keep in the glove compartment?" Papers. But what I'm going to do is actually add that to the list of random topics with Laura as a submitter.
2: Hooray.
0: Huzzah. So you'll hear that one at some point in the future.
1: Possibly. And we can get insight into
0: Andy's car. habits, Assuming Andy's there for that one. Wouldn't that be great if that was on like another episode that he had to miss? Would be amusing. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Both Brendan and Brian. Catch you have, Have a happy holidays. You too. And in the words of Andy, that's a wrap.
3: This is episode three hundred and ninety-three, recorded live on Sunday, January fourth, twenty fifteen. So Andy. Yes. Random review. Not random, random sorry, topic. random. Sorry. I had noticed something on there and Kate wanted a link, so I'm trying to get the link for it. To Kate causing disruption. Right. Random topic. A roll ahead of time. Dave, yes. What's in your wallet?
0: Uh a dollar. In cash, my Red Cross card, my credit card. Red Cross card. Yeah, when you donate blood, the Red Cross sends you a card, so you can track when you give blood. You just write it down on the back. It also says your blood type on it. Uh, i am O positive.
3: Let's see. Let's let's see what I got in here. Got some credit cards. Got some Uh, Speedway reward card. My driver's license. Driver's license, of course. Oh, uh, mine's the uh, enhanced driver's license. Ooh, we're from Wisconsin. We don't have enhanced driver's licenses. So you got a Panera gift card, Lowe's gift card. There's another dining gift card for a Kalamazoo restaurant.
0: A lot of gift cards in there. Do you remember those when you go out
3: to places like Panera? Yes. Okay. Last time I was at Panera, I used it. I had my Starbucks one in here. When I went to Starbucks, I used it. That's okay. why it's in my wallet. <laughs> Um, I got my library cards, plural, because there's Kalamazoo and Portage. I have my KVCC student ID in case there's places around here that give a student discount. I got my frequent moviegoer card. I got my pretzel pass card, which gets me free pretzels. by six, get one free.
0: Do you have any, any coins in your card, Andy, in your wallet? Uh, yes, but I normally don't. Oh, because uh, cause Kate's telling me you normally keep change in your wallet.
3: Yes, and I normally try and pull it out as soon as possible. Mm. That's why we have a Batman piggy bank that holds. Yeah, there's there's one that's a pig that's dressed as Batman that holds nickels, and there's a Batman Batman that holds dimes, and then I've got a little thing here that holds quarters because you you know you can actually use quarters, and then I've got my giant, those you know those giant like plastic Coke bottle coin banks that are really tall, like yep. a couple of feet tall. Yeah. I have the one green of those. Ones- yeah, I have one of those, but it's a Detroit Red Wings thing there, and it's got pennies in it. Last time I did an estimation, it's probably about fifty bucks worth of pennies in there. You might want to
0: actually like use those, take them to the bank.
3: So you've got a pass for the Hobbit and IMAX, two passes for the Hobbit and IMAX. bunch of cash. the uh, Costco card. Uh, That's health insurance stuff. And then I got my, I've got one copy of my business card and I got a copy of my SBE membership. Then I got a copy of my SMPTE membership, which is the Society of Motion Picture and Television Engineers. And then I have my ham radio license.
0: You carry your ham radio
3: license with you? Yes. There, it's actually when you get your ham radio license sent, you get one that's actually like an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper. But then at the bottom, but you actually can you Tear you off. cut it off. Why and, not and, just
0: leave it with your ham radio? Are you Are you, you, are to- you expecting... You're are you expecting to, to go to someone else's radio and like, look, I'm licensed, I can use this?
3: Yeah, if, if there ever is an emergency, you're supposed to have, if you're operating a ham radio radio, you're supposed to have a license with if you. If it's
0: an emergency, are you really that concerned about someone who's licensed using the radio? You gotta play by the rules. It's so an people, emergency. I need to make a broadcast. I'm not going to worry about whether or not I'm certified.
3: Well, yes, the, in a true state of emergency, there are rules that speculate that you can kind of break the rules in order to get a message out in any way, shape, or form. There there, literally are rules in the ham radio license that say, yes, so, if it's an emergency and you need to get a signal out. Feel free to break any and all rules in order to get a signal out.
0: Including the rule of being certified. yes. So why do you carry your certification with you?
3: Well, in case it's a non-emergency and I want to use somebody's radio, it's it's a wallet thing. It's it's, it's literally just just because it's of a paper. wallet thing doesn't mean it needs to go in your wallet. <laughs> it's a, it's literally a piece of paper, Dave. It's paper. It's not even laminated. It's paper that nice. is. So why is it in your wallet? It's the size of a credit card. It's a piece of paper the size of a credit card that's in my wallet. It is not, A, taking up much weight or space. Last thing I want to do is actually be somewhere and be like, hey, you want to go to the radio? And be like, sure. Oh, wait, I forgot my ham radio license. See, who's going to ask you for physical proof? There are people out there who are rule sticklers. Let me tell you, there are some serious rule right, sticklers but, out there. But, but you're over – so you're over at a friend's house. A, if, I
0: mean, what? Are you expecting to see the ham radio and be like, oh, that's cool. Can I use it? And have them be
3: like, are you licensed? Actually, technically, you don't <laughs> – now that you said that, if there is – Somebody else who is classified at that level, you can technically go on their radio if they are with you in the same room at the same time and use their equipment without having
0: <laughs> I ask again, Andy, why do you have that in your wallet? I don't know. I just do. Andy. Yes. Take it out of your wallet. No,
3: I'm not going to take it out of my wallet.
0: The only other use for it is showing off that you are ham radio certified.
3: Which, you know, if I go to the broadcasting stuff up in Lansing, it could be like, look, I know what I'm talking then, about. I'm Then take
0: a picture and put it on your phone.
3: No, I'm good. It's, it's... <laughs>
0: Yes, it's a piece of paper Yes I understand that But it's a piece of
3: paper that you don't need Is it hurting anything being in my wallet? Your back It's a piece of paper
0: George Costanza
3: (laughs) It's, oh, it's still Yes, I know what you're talking about But I'm still saying It's not hurting anything being in my wallet Okay Do I have things in my wallet that I don't need? Like my Amtrak Guest Rewards card? No, that's not in my wallet Because that thing is actually pretty thick what was do that I have what do i have some of my other random cards that were in my wallet no i pulled those out here but this one it's it's a piece of paper and it's it's with all of my it, other engineering it, andy, things andy
0: andy does yes. it have sentimental value to you then you can leave it in your wallet that's that's a reason okay i like it being there is a reason that's fine all right
3: plus it also reminds okay. me i still need to work on my I extra think that's class. it so wait what do you have in yours i can i sorry i was busy going through mine i have my red cross card my driver's license and some credit cards
0: and a dollar in cash, and my high uh, V rewards card. And that's it. You have a small wallet. I have taken steps to take out all my other stuff. I used to have way more than that, mm. but I, I decided that it's too much and it's not worth carrying around. And so I pulled it all out. All right, I'm just going to... I have in. to tell you, I do not regret that.
3: I'm just looking at the things that are currently in my wallet, and I'm trying to think of anything in here that I have not used in the last... M- okay, so there's a TGI Fridays card in here that I have not used in the last month. I'll take remove that.
0: Yep, keep in mind your rewards cards. Most of them can be scanned and put on the phone.
3: Yes, I know. That's gift cards. I've used those in the last month. Kate's sending me a message, something about something or another. other. Something about something or other. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to remove my health insurance card, case I'm in an emergency. Mm. Everything else in my wallet I have used in the last month. All right. So I've removed one card from my wallet.
0: How much of it could
3: you have used
0: by grabbing it off the shelf before you left your house?
3: You okay there? Yeah. Okay, probably most of it.
0: <laughs> okay, so you really don't need it in your wallet. You can True. put a lot of it in your glove compartment or somewhere in the house and just grab it when you're leaving.
3: Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, I do realize I need to work on trimming things back. Yep. That is, yes, entirely understandable. Uh,
0: well, Dave. It. Now Google thinks I want to buy a Tesla.
3: <laughs> that's it. Happy that's New it. Year. That's it. That's, that's a wrap. This is episode 394, recorded live on January 10th, 2015. All right. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Who wins in a Mario Kart race? Robocop or Inspector Gadget? What? Yes, that is the random topic. Who wins in a Mario Kart race? Robocop or Inspector Gadget? I'm I'm so I'm trying to decide, are they
0: just playing Mario Kart or are they in Mario Kart? The
3: question did not specify. I, I feel mean like I it, feel like in either case,
0: Robocop. Why though? He has a gun. <laughs>
3: What is he gonna shoot, Inspector
0: Gadget? That's gotten <laughs> you dark shoot. really quickly. I mean, well, you can shoot the tires. He's also—I mean, Inspector Gadget is uh, a man with like gadgets, right? Yes. RoboCop is a man with a computer that handles most of his functions. Yes. And like, even if we're going, I think even if we're going by the the old RoboCop, like it would it would path out for him travel. I know certainly in the new RoboCop it had like an overlay that would show up and be like, "Go here now, go here now, go here." Whereas Inspector Gadget seen... is a fully incompetent. You haven't seen the new one? No, it's worth renting. Okay, yeah, go to like Redbox or Netflix or whatever, and and just we'll see. If there are differences. Amazon's. There are definitely differences. It is not the same movie. Well, I, I wasn't. I didn't think it was going to be the same movie. Yep, but it's it's still pretty good. I, I say RoboCop. Yeah. He's going to be better at driving. He's going to be better at well, oh, but Inspector Gadget's car can transform.
3: Yes. So if he had some sort of like transforming Mario Kart, it's hard to get hit by a blue shell. You know, if your car suddenly turns into a helicopter, blue shells fly. Blue shells fly. Well, you're yeah. fucked then. You you didn't you don't remember that blue shells fly? <laughs> no, they I have did wings. Not oh goodness. I still say RoboCop. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, mm. especially since before you know, RoboCop could just because the, the gadgets aren't going to help Inspector Gadget at all unless there's some sort of like gadgets right. like that and, would create hey, banana his peels gadgets
0: always get in the way, right? His gadgets always get in his own way. They never like actually help him. Some of them help. It's him. only some of when them do. when yeah. well, it's only when Penny like hacks whatever it is and and does the stuff she needs to do that it helps him.
3: Penny was really like. The hero
0: of Inspector Gadget, wasn't it? Yeah, he was the comic relief. She was the one who actually got things done.
3: Penny, so and I guess an, um, if Penny is
0: included in this brain, yes, brain. Oh, I guess if Penny's in there and like she hacks into RoboCop, then Inspector Gadget wins. But I, I think Inspector Gadget loses this. I think RoboCop takes it.
3: Side note: uh, RoboCop is not Prime, so. Will not watch it. Okay. Yet.
0: Go. Go. Get. It's probably in a red
3: box somewhere.
0: (laughs) No, not Reebok. Red box. I mean, there's also got to be a video rental store nearby. That is still a thing. Are you sure? Yes. There's a family video like a quarter mile away from
3: my house. Well, yes, that's over where you're at. Where I'm at, though. There's got to still be one. Let's search for RoboCop. God, I'm running, like, so many different searches right now. Video store. Your choices. there is no RoboCop in the red box. Okay. I asked for a video store, and I get Barnes and & Noble and Best Buy. Wow. Oh, there's a family video down in Texas Corners. I don't know where that is. That's southwest of us. Okay. A couple miles down the road. Okay. Yeah, I would, I'm going to lead towards RoboCop. Yeah. But now this makes you want to watch some of the old Inspector Gadgets. You know, there's
0: actually a, a subreddit who would win. This might be something that we have to post there. I don't
3: know. There was a subreddit for that. But granted, there's a subreddit for everything, so... Subreddit for everything. There's a subreddit I do believe for subreddits. Probably. So yes, there's probably is a subreddit for everything, but yeah, no. RoboCop. Definitely RoboCop. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Well, that's, uh, that's that then. I guess uh, that's a wrap. This is episode 395,
0: recorded live on Sunday, January 18th, 2015, Shall we do the random topic? Sure. Rolled ahead of time. Random topic. What scares you more? The questions that Aaron Hanswitz has already sent in or the questions buried on his question spreadsheet. So for those of you who are not aware, Aaron has sent us the majority of our random topic questions. All the really, really weird ones. They tend to come from him. Uh, what I've learned is that he has a spreadsheet that has several hundred more questions. And so the random topic question here is what are we more scared of the ones he's already given us? Or the ones yet to be named? And I think that's a pretty easy answer. It is always the fear of the unknown.
2: See, I fear them equally, because I have a feeling they're probably about the same, same place.
0: Yeah, but we've already taken care of the ones that he's already done. So? So we
2: don't need to worry about those anymore. They're done. They're gone. Unless somebody else decides to resubmit them to see if your, question, your answers have changed. But, but we, we don't do that. We've
0: got the list of the topics that we've already done.
2: Right, but if I were to go back and re-ask some of the old questions... Why would you do that? That would be so mean.
0: I'd actually, I don't know that Andy and I have talked about that, about what happens when someone's resubmitted a random topic.
2: I might have to do that just so you have that conversation.
0: You are welcome to do that so that we have the conversation. I have a feeling we're going to have the conversation when Andy starts editing this episode.
2: Because, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how your answers differ. From what they used to be to what they are now? Yeah, this podcast has been going on, what... Five years? Guess again. Two? What? <laughs> you said to guess again, so I guess guess better. It's more fun to guess poorly.
0: Uh, so I'm I'm more terrified of the questions that have yet to be released. Those are kind of scary.
2: And I am not terrified of either because I usually listen and don't. Yeah, you, you
0: don't usually have to worry about them anyway. So it's a terrible random topic to have a guest on. No, no. Yeah. All right. That was a short random topic, but that's <laughs> that's. I mean, it's. It's a very basic question. What are you more scared of?
2: And it's probably for the best, because I think we went really long on <laughs> some of the others.
0: All right. Well, that would be it then. Uh, Brian. anything you want to add? Any last words?
2: Um, contact me if you want to join the study hall for the, um, the Python class, and I'll send out a invite to, to what we're, when we're planning on having it.
0: Uh, do, you, do you have contact information you want to give out?
2: Uh, xaksei at gmail.com.
0: X-A-K-S-E-I at gmail.com. Cool! Well, everyone, thank you for listening, and that's a wrap. This is episode 396, recorded live on Saturday, January 24th, 2015. So that was the random review, the random topic we rolled ahead of time. It's gonna be an interesting one. Who or what
1: is your favorite cartoon character?
2: This is the hardest question in the world.
1: I I'm probably going to have to go with something out of an anime just because, you know, it's me. So,
2: there, there, are so many,
0: there are so many so many choices. Uh, I had a, an NA next to it. I don't know who submitted this.
2: Oh, because if it was Hans, I, would, I was wondering if anime counts as a cartoon or not.
0: Oh, it, it totally counts as a cartoon.
2: Just making sure. Favorite cartoon. I mean,
0: really, cartoon character could also be like
1: newspaper cartoons. This is true. It was not specified.
2: I'm still going with the animated one. I think I'm going to do the major from uh, Ghost of the Shell.
1: Okay, I can see that. Uh, if I had to say anyone, I'd probably say Robin from One Piece. Not Luffy? Uh, no. I mean, Robin, I think, is cooler. And the whole thing is she is so deadpan and just, I don't know. I like her story better, and I like the way she interacts better with the characters. Fair enough. Luffy's cool and all. He's you know great there, but he would not be in probably even the top three favorite characters out of that show.
2: So Dave, it's back to you. I,
0: I don't know. I, I can't believe you guys came to a conclusion that fast about who your favorite cartoon character is. There are so many good
1: ones. Dave, Ooh, yeah. you have to understand. I've been like watching and living one piece for about 10 years now.
0: I Animaniacs, just, Batman, uh-huh. any number of, of things from cartoon network. Yeah. Hell, Johnny Bravo was an awesome cartoon character. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, Dude, it was Dude a, whipping a boy. Boy.
1: fantastic show. It was a fantastic show, but he was so a uh, whipping boy.
2: If you're gonna go that route, go with Samurai Jack. Not Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. I just went with what, what's my favorite cartoon slash anime series, and then what's my favorite character inside of it. Yeah, that's kind of what I did, too. But
0: I can't pick that. I don't have a favorite cartoon or anime series.
2: So, Oh, God. Why are you making me do this? Because it's a random topic, and you rolled ahead of time. You could have rolled on time, and then we would have done something else. Dave, Calvin or Hobbes?
0: Nah, Hobbes totally. I um, Babs and Buster Bunny, Montana Max's money, elmira is a pain. Pinky in the Brain. Any of, of the Simpsons, of the Futurama.
2: <laughs> you know what? Since it includes from Family Guy, you could include uh the
0: guy from XKCD. The uh, the uh, the black hat guy in XKCD, or
2: the main character guy, or the the girl.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you guys are are also there's tons of animes that have really good characters. Oh yeah, there are uh,
1: Spike. Yeah, that from, was going to be my second from choice. Cowboy Bebop. was gonna be from Cowboy Bebop. Eh,
2: That's okay. He's just weird. He's just weird.
1: If I was Um, gonna go Cowboy Bebop, I'd probably go Ein. Ein, Ein, the dog. The dog. And there's Vash the Stampede.
0: I was thinking Vash as well. There's also uh, the priest from that. The two girls from that. They're all good characters. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, Scrooge McDuck, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, never really liked Mickey
2: either. But I'm just continuing your train. Darkwing Duck. Is that going to be a favorite? Darkwing duck, Mighty, Mighty Mouse, Star looking
1: in like the Disney stuff, like Blue or you know Lion King. Yeah, again, Disney was meh for me. I think it depends on the movie. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas was awesome. Not a cartoon though.
2: You could do Goliath from uh,
0: Gargoyles. David Xanatos from Gargoyles.
2: You went for the bad guy. He was a bad, the bad guy guy. for
1: part of the time. <laughs> he he was more anti-hero than. Like bad guy, really? He was definitely the bad guy for at least he the was, first season. He was, he was a bad guy to begin
0: with, <laughs> yeah. But he became course, yeah. an anti-hero. Okay,
2: Deadpool. Deadpool is—is is he? He has been in animated movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee
1: he's been in at least some of these Spider-Man cartoons. Yep, it's one, one of, of the best that. episodes. I need
2: to watch a Spider-Man cartoon, dude. There was an episode with Blade in it. Cool, but I mean, I've just seen the movies with Deadpool in it, so I know what he's in. Okay. Yeah, those, those
1: are terrible. Hopefully the new one will be better. I doubt it. I didn't mean the actual uh, movies. The test reel for the new Deadpool was actually really cool. Oh, yeah. It was yes, really good. But the actual movie will not be that cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I'm definitely going to watch it, but I'm not going to, like, get my hopes too much up. How about Superman, Dave? It uh, depends on from which. Oh, God. How about the Joker?
0: Mark Hamill's Joker? Right. I see no problem here. I think I might go with Mark Hamill's Joker. Okay. Yeah. There are so many, though. All right. I think that's it then. Okay, then.
2: Sounds good to me. So to sum it up, we've got the major from Ghost of the Shell for me. We've got Robin for Brendan from One Piece. And then for Dave, we've got Mark Hamill, at Mark Hamill's Joker from Batman the Animated Series.
3: Yeah, that's a wrap. This is episode 397, recorded live on Saturday, January 31st, 2015. So, random topic. Can hear the dog. Yes, you
0: know what? Can I? uh, Random. Let's do the random topic, and then I'll take him out. All
3: right. Random topic. (laughs) I rolled ahead of time. About being in here. Which American third party is closest to your own personal views? I. uh,
0: Yeah, what Laz is saying. That's pretty much where I am. Mm -hmm. What American political party is closest to your views? The Pirate Party.
3: Yar! My brother actually got I, I a T-shirt do, from the Pirate Party. I for do some Christmas. of their
0: stuff. Right? Supports reform of copyright laws to reflect open source, free value, uh, government transparency, protection of privacy and civil liberties. Rolling back corporate por- personhood, corporate welfare, evidence based policy. Uh, yeah, I actually <laughs> the Pirate Party is, is pretty good.
3: Okay, minor political parties, we got the, uh, wow, there's a lot, the Communist Party, Freedom Socialist Party, Independent American Party, Justice Party, Modern Whig Party. I sorted them by date. Ah, Prohibition Party. (laughs) United States Marijuana Party, that just sounds like a party. (laughs) (laughs) No
0: party like the Marijuana Party. Yep. Founded in 2002. Uh, their entire platform is the legalization of marijuana.
3: Michigan's got the natural law party. What the heck is that?
0: I'm worried about that
3: (laughs) natural law party. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The party proposed that the political problems could be solved through the alignment with the unified field of all the laws of nature through the use of transcendental meditation and TMCD programs. What? Leading members of the party were associated with some yogi, leader of the Transcendental Meditation Movement. What? <laughs> yes, there was literally, this is like the, it's a hippie party. What?
0: Okay. Uh, the Hawaii Independence
3: Party. The, okay, yeah, I can see that. It's a separatist political party that wants to make Hawaii its own country. Oh man, if you go to Puerto Rico, don't talk about independence because there's a lot of people in Puerto Rico who are either really for it or really against it or who just want to stay the way they are. It's, it's a very divis- in, divisive divide Independence issue down there. or statehood? Well, a little bit of both. Okay. Statehood, independence, staying as a territory.
0: Uh, Citizens' Party of the United States is a political party. Uh, Sustainable, self-reliant America through platform combination of liberal, moderate, and conservative positions. What? <laughs> uh, Main Street platform supports fair trade agreements, not free trade agreements, but fair trade. Get out of the WTO and NAFTA. Eliminate the trade right. deficit. Wow, dog. Laddie, <laughs> <Les>, come here. <laughs>
3: He's a good boy. Hi. Laz doesn't like politics.
0: Laz does not like politics. Uh, secure the U.S. ports. They, these people, the, the Citizens Party is the isolationist party. <laughs> eliminate the national debt. Hey, that sounds pretty good, except uh, no more. You know, okay, uh, eliminate the trade deficit. Wait a minute. Um, secure U.S. ports and borders. How? Use the U.S. military only when it is in the national interest. What about the worldwide interest?
3: Or the American Freedom Party that promotes white
0: supremacy. Support the right to bear arms. Harsher penalties for gun and weapon crimes. Wait, but those are... What? That's that's contradictory. I support your right to bear arms, but man, if you misuse them, fuck you. I... I, I like... Really? the, The... policies put forth the statement at the beginning of the pirate party I really like and I gotta take him outside cause he, he's gonna go pee in here okay <laughs> so we'll
3: go with the pirate party there we go
0: okay sorry guys Laz is, is cutting it short alright alright
3: bye that's a wrap this is episode 398 recorded live on Sunday February 8th 2015 alright so should we hit the random topic yeah I guess Random topic rolled off ahead of time. Where would you locate your secret lair if you were an evil villain? Radio shit (laughs) no. No one would expect an evil villain to go to Radio Shack. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, okay, Andy, where would you put your, your evil layer? Well, okay, so if I'm an evil villain... Yeah, uh-oh. You, you have three things. You have secrecy, you have fortitude... Oh, you're just thinking evil genius, aren't you? Like, you're pulling directly from the gate. Wow, that you didn't take at all to figure that part out.
0: Well, as soon as you started listing out stats... I knew it was coming from somewhere besides
3: your brain. Uh, okay, so the first two, yes, there was the there was the secrecy items, and then there was the fortitude items in uh, Evil Genius. But then my third part is the fact that um, you have to have that uh, escape hatch, basically, because you know just, the the guy is always going to come in there, and so you got to have you know, like your one button escape, let me leave, sort of part of the wonder, evil layer as well, right?
0: How do you how do you test that button? Right, that, that's something you want tested, but how do you test it? How do they test the self destruct sequence? Of their of their bases, because wouldn't that suck? Right? Like, oh no, we're under attack, we're under invasion, we need to self destruct, and you press the button and nothing happens. Damn it, Larry! You're supposed to work on this. You had one job: <laughs> design the self destruct sequence for the secret
3: base. Anyway, <laughs> well, okay, because you always go with the classic uh, deserted island volcano, the volcano, yeah, or you go with the cave of some kind, yeah, the White House. I don't that know, it's pretty easy to get I in the White like House it seems. Layer.
0: That that is where I would like my secret layer, is the White House.
3: No one would expect an evil genius to or an evil villain to be living.
0: <laughs> Careful what you say there, Andy. True. Huh. The White House. Yeah, I think that works. No one expects White House. The Sistine Chapel, not uh, the Sistine Chapel. The Vatican. That's what I meant. I mean, you know, there the are the Sistine catacombs in the Vatican. Vatican
3: right now, right? Yep. Yep. Um, have to do some sort of cave of some kind. Why? Well, because it's secret, because it's underground, easily it's it fortified. You don't think the White House is fortified? Well, no, I I feel like the White House is fortified, but it's still here's the White House. I'm I'm yeah. starting off. I'm I'm Who'd starting start off with security through obscurity. That's what I'm starting Who'd, off with.
0: You know what? What would be more obscure than a secret base under the White House?
3: Oh, you meant under the White House? I thought you were just talking about the White House itself.
0: Or like in the White House. Like it's this unassuming office in the White House. Everyone has passes to get in. The Secret Service is there.
3: They protect it. That would be turning the the evil layer on its head, though, having it in the most protected building in America. There you go. <laughs> the Pentagon. The Pentagon. What Fort are the Knox. Other- <laughs> Fort Knox is a good one because, A, the vaults are crazy. And then, B, it's also, you know, <laughs> surrounded by the U.S. California military base, right? Like, who'd even think to
0: start going there? Well, um, Goldfinger? He wasn't there to make it a secret base. He was no. there to blow it up. Yeah. He wanted to increase the value of his gold, which it was, was a, just weird. It
3: was a brilliant idea. No, not really. No? The U.S. isn't on the gold standard, so... Eh? <laughs> true, though. If the price of gold does go up, though, and by a lot... But why would
0: it go up? It's not like they're buying and selling the gold out of Fort Knox. Even true. if they did, like, <laughs> I most of it just represents money. It, would it really make that much of a difference? I kind of want to go on to Reddit and ask that now. Of like, if someone were to actually do this, would it actually make a difference? Go is ahead, that gold considered available? Like, is that something? Can I go to the U.S. government and say, I would like to buy gold from Fort Knox?
3: If you did anything, you'd probably go through some of the Federal Reserves. Those places are actually pretty secure. Well, that's because that's what Fort Knox is. Well, no, I mean, like one of the Federal Reserve banks. Ah, but isn't that what Fort Knox is? It's,
0: it's, it's a repository for the Federal Federal Reserve?
3: I don't know. Okay, I haven't researched this. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to go with my cave. You can go with wherever. <laughs> okay, uh, one no, of, one of the house. um one of the in one of the deserted salt mines underneath detroit there we go that's what i'm gonna do
0: uh that's fine because you enjoy it down there when the secret agent comes and just bombs the cave wall separating the salt cave from the great lakes <laughs> enjoy your flood and then the eventual collapse of detroit as the cave of salt fills with water
3: well that's why I've got my emergency exit. I'm not Please to let the emergency exit go up through GM's headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> you just come out the center of the building. Hey, man, the center of the building's not bad. the Whole building yeah. is so confusing to walk around in, but it's not bad.
0: The center of the Rensen. Just go like up through that central spike. Well, that's what the hotel that would be is awesome. At, I
3: think. Yeah, right? that that would just be awesome. Yeah. Please do that. <sighs> All right, so you're going to be in the White House. I'm going to be under Detroit. Sounds sounds like- good. All right. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that's a wrap. This is episode 399, recorded live on Sunday, February 15th,
0: 2015. Um, um random topic
3: yes random topic rolled ahead of time would you vote for putin if he ran for us president and could hold office what if he received the nomination from the democratic party first question so, is who is he running against yeah because if, if, if you know if it's putin like putin
0: gets the the um the nomination from the democrats who the hell got the nomination from the republicans
3: Hitler? Yeah, um zombie Hitler, zombie Stalin. Stalin. Oh god, that, we could just keep it in like uh Russian
0: presidents and prime ministers. Um uh, would you vote for Putin over Stalin or Khrushchev? Well, or- so here's the real thing. If Putin is running, does it matter who you vote for? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke, right?
3: No, that's a good one.
0: All right. Um, no, I would not vote for Putin, even if he won the Democratic nomination, which he wouldn't. That's kind of an unreal scenario.
3: If Yeah, if he won the Democratic nomination, something is seriously wrong.
0: I mean, uh, well, so it, it, I guess it doesn't say vote for Putin as he is now, right? If he has somehow managed to change his positions and make statements that shows that he's now trustworthy enough and, and has the right uh, ideals to be nominated in the Democratic Party, maybe he, he's worth voting for.
3: I'm sorry, but I will never trust anything that Putin says. Yeah, probably not. I'm not voting for Putin. I mean, for goodness sakes, he used to be KGB. Where, where did this random topic come from? Take a guess where this random topic came from.
0: Because, I, you know, just on the off chance that, like, someone in Russia
3: planted this one, and I don't know. <laughs> Unless somehow somebody hacked Hans's Facebook account.
0: Didn't have to hack it. They could have had him do it.
3: <laughs> Hans, if you are in trouble and are being <laughs> somehow coerced by Russian authorities... Go on, I'm curious. I'm trying to think of how he would notify me without tipping them off. Without
0: tipping them off, given that they would then be listening to this episode because it's the one about Putin.
3: Hans, don't do anything. (laughs) I was just joking that you know you were being coerced by Russian authorities. So just keep doing what you're doing.
0: (laughs) I would not vote for Putin.
3: Kate just wrote me a valentine, but she hasn't shown me what it's addressed to. Why? She's been giving me random valentines because she has an exorbitant amount of valentines. So she's just been randomly giving them to me. She just wrote one out, but she won't show me what it says. Interesting. Yes. But no, yeah, I do not trust Putin farther than I could throw him.
0: Which is probably not very far. He's no, not a, far he's at all. He's a large man.
3: He is. He, he could probably break me like a twig. Yeah. But he wouldn't do that because, you know, his hands are clean. So somebody else... Would break you like a twig. Like Sparrow's egg.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, with that, I will let you go back to watching your curling matches. I don't think Dave got it, no. No. Wreck-It Ralph, Zangief. I, I, I do remember that Zangief was in Wreck-It Ralph.
3: Oh, I don't like remember a line list.
0: about Sparrow's Egg.
3: Zangief is Russian, and so he would break me. like, Sparrow.
0: Yes, I, I know Zangief died. is Russian. He's actually Soviet. He okay, was a, and a Putin, Soviet like wrestler. I said, was former KGB. Yes, I but still- Zangief wasn't. Of all the quotable lines in that movie, you expect me to remember Zangief and a Sparrow's Egg? Yes. Sorry, no. I saw the movie like one and a half times. What? You only saw it one and a half times? I think so. I saw it once in theaters and then I caught, like, a half of it on TV.
3: Yeah, he's only seen it like one and a half times.
0: I'm disappointed in you. You can be. That's fine.
3: <laughs> okay. Dave, <laughs> you He'd be
0: disappointed you, in him? You see how much I care, Andy.
3: Alright. Is this just for this one thing, or can I be disappointed in you for many things?
0: I mean, I'm sure you you don't need my permission to be disappointed in me. <laughs>
3: All right, How so this topic has gone off the rails, so we should probably... <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's a wrap. So, question. This is episode 400. Four. Four. Recorded live on Sunday, February twenty second, twenty fifteen.
0: Do you remember the random
3: topic for today? Yes, I do actually remember the random topic for today because I have that written down. Okay, what is it? All right, buckle your safety belts, here we go. In Star Trek First Contact, it's said that first contact with an alien race unites humanity in a way no one ever thought possible when they realize they're not alone in the universe. Poverty, disease, war, they'll all be gone within the next fifty years. Do you think that it is anywhere close to realistic? How do you think humanity would react if we made contact with beings from another planet? That is an excellent question.
0: I don't think 50 years... I don't see it happening that fast. I definitely see it being a, a monumental shift, right? It's no longer that we are uh, are separated by country at that point. No. It's we are a species. And I think that having that it would, would actually be a solidifying thing. That said, in every country, there are poor. In every country, there is strife. And so even if we were unified as a species, there'd still be poor. There'd still be strife. There'd still be hunger.
3: We try and get rid of poverty, disease, and all that stuff there. it Theoretically, you'd want to have everybody on the same page, which would theoretically be a communist society, which in theory supposedly should work, but it never works in practice, because humans are not one and the same. Every human is different. Every human wants different needs. Every human has different requirements for living. It's communist society, just impractical practicality, just will never work. Well, so. wait a minute, because the, the, the Federation was wasn't communistic okay so then how did they get rid of everything and still keep a democratic society I have no idea I'm not Gene Roddenberry okay so if we somehow got some sort of alien message that came down today
0: yeah I mean it, we, we'd have to fight the first reaction of
3: kill it yes there'd be a lot of conservative people who would be freaking out when they realize that they are not the center of the universe. So we would have to deal with that one first there. Would it unify the the world, though? No, I don't think so. Would it set us on the path
0: to being a unified species? Set us on the path? I'm not sure. I think only if. If the alien species decided to only conduct uh, kind of business and relations with humanity as a whole, that until we managed to get ourselves together, they wouldn't actually do anything with us. They wouldn't trade with us. They wouldn't teach us. I mean, there's countless sci fi stories about uh, the US or, or some other country, it's usually the US, getting out to space and finding aliens and, and having to come back and be like, well, we got to get our shit together. If we don't, we are going to get. Get creamed. Tons of stories about aliens who've been watching the earth and waiting. And so it might not be so much as a cause and effect as a we have to be unified before we are allowed to make contact.
3: I could see that. It's, it's really sad that was the fact that what would unify us against it is some sort of alien threat. So if you think that about is, it, with, that's one possible one. Yes. If they, think about it with like World War II. When we had an outside threat of the Axis, what happened was all of, all of the companies. Basically, joined together to produce materialistic things that would promote a unified um, military force. The I think that was a, going on during World War II was just. I think that's a gross oversimplification. <laughs> yes, I know, and I'm just trying. I'm in my head. That's what I see is the fact that there was no Ford, no GM, no Chrysler at the time. They were all basically just producing the same sort of equipment for the military to use. Guess there were still, you know, the individual brands for the consumer on the on the the non military side, but the military basically said, "Okay, everybody needs to help out with the war effort. Everybody needs to do this, this, and this." And everybody's like, "Okay, yes, I understand that this is something we need to do." And something they just all line. got together and did it. Yes, it is an extreme simplified argument. Yeah, but think of nine um, eleven when we were attacked that way. What happened is America became extremely unified. Granted it was not for, you know, a positive outcome, and many uh, bad things were able to be put into place during that. It's for America sort of phase. But still, it it seems like it would have to be a threat for us to actually unify. If if it was something peaceful, people like, oh, okay, whatever. And then we'd still keep doing our things. But if if it were were a threat? If it were an actual physical threat, then... Then you think that would unify us? Yes. So what if it was a manufactured threat? (laughs) Now we're getting back into conspiracy theory. It's funny you bring that up because actually I was reading some books last year. I think one of them was called Amped. Let me find the Kindle book. It was, I think it was Wired and Amped were two books that I was reading and they actually delve into manufactured threats. More in the second book rather than the first, but still it's along those lines. (laughs) Wired. And it gets so many things that are wired. Ah, the book, yeah, by Douglas E. Richards. First book sort of delves into that, but the second one does even more about how to unify everybody and that sort of thing. Okay. It's it's still a rough question, right? Like, would even a a threat be enough to unify us?
0: I hope so. A little sad if it didn't. And would it unify us permanently, or would it unify us just for the time that there was the threat?
3: Oh, that's another question, yeah, because once World War II was over, the fracturing became evident again. Yep. So it would have to be a permanent threat, but then we'd be living under a militaristic state the entire time. That would not be pleasant.
0: Oh, well, uh, I, I think that's about what we're going to be able to answer. Yeah, that's it. I don't think we're going to be able to come up with anything more than that. It's, it's too hard a to question. That's, it's a heavy question is what that is. So it takes th- a lot of thought. All right. So,
3: Andy, that's that's 400 episodes. I know. We're leaving on a random topic that makes you just think. All right. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. This is episode 401, recorded live on Sunday, February 28th, 2015. So now should we hit our random topic? Uh, probably. The Random Topic rolled ahead of time. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Blueberries dipped in refried beans. It used to be
0: my favorite snack.
3: I've lost all
0: words. (laughs) (laughs) You asked what the weirdest thing I've eaten was. No, I didn't ask what the weirdest
3: thing you've eaten. The Random Topic asked.
0: Well, that was the weirdest thing I'd ever eaten. It used to be one of my favorite snacks. I, what, what happened was I was eating blueberries and one of them fell into the bowl of refried beans. I'm like, okay, whatever. I picked it up and ate it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Everyone else at the table was looking at me in absolute revulsion. And I was four. I didn't care. (laughs) And so I started dipping the blueberries in the refried beans. It was really tasty. It was the sweetness of the blueberry with the saltiness of the bean.
3: They see, my weirdest food, I, the weirdest food I've ever eaten probably is, uh, probably loot fisk. Oh God. Oh. and, and you lost words at my refried beans and blueberries. And I can talk about, you fish know, fish soaked in poison. Lye. Poison. Hey man, pretzels get coated in lye. That makes them nice and crisp on the outside. Yes. And then it gets cooked off. Well, this one gets cooked as well afterwards. I know, but still also fish is
0: flesh. Pretzels are not.
3: <laughs> no. I will say that I, you know, do not partake of the loot fisk anymore. Because it's fucking gross. Because it removes... Uh, uh, for those of us who have not heard me talk about loot fisk, this stuff, we actually have to r- swap the silverware because it will actually tarnish our good silverware. So we have to get the stainless steel off stuff out of the kitchen to use to eat it.
0: Yeah, because it's fish soaked in lye. Yeah. Do you know the story of Lutefisk? Like where it came from?
3: The, the, the idea is the fact that they were trying to do something with the Vikings and so they kind of just, you know, basically There
0: was a town under siege. It was it was a city that was under siege and they wanted to poison the city.
3: I do eat a lot of other strange so, things. Like I enjoy the the salt and vinegar chips, the dill pretzel chips or the the dill those aren't potato strange.
0: chips. And if those are if something is mass marketed, it is not strange.
3: Um I enjoy uh corned beef and cabbage. I love so, banana
0: peppers. Like deli food.
3: Yeah, I I could probably live in a I I do enjoy beef and my, cabbage. There's there's like meals based on that. I know, it's the, the boiled dinner. I love that every Saint Patrick's Day. That's like part of the reason why I love Saint Patrick's Day. Not for the beer, but for the fact that everybody then is doing corned beef and cabbage. Isn't that a Reuben? Yeah, pretty much. Right? It's corned beef and, and slaw. Well
0: corned beef is and just sauerkraut. Cabbage. Sauerkraut, okay, which is still cabbage, just cabbage that's gone bad.
3: Yeah. So yeah, no, a Reuben is also delicious: corned beef, cabbage, and Thousand Island dressing, and a little bit of Swiss. Mm-hmm. Um, See, so yeah, the salt and vinegar chips, corned beef, and cabbage. Uh, I love horseradish. I love um, pickles. These are all delicious things
0: and are not weird. Well, they're weird to some people. Well, there's there is that uh, the halal sandwich, right? It's the matzah with the haroset with the um, um 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 the horseradish on it. Right? So I was it's like it's apples. You're, you're the Jewish one sugar. out of this bunch
3: here. I don't know what on.
0: Oh shit. Passover's coming up. Yes, yes it is. We need to start looking at that. <laughs> because Passover is Friday, April
3: third. Hey Dave. Yeah. Guess what's in four days? And he then served. guess what's in a month?
0: <laughs> uh four days is April third and a month from that is Passover. <laughs> or four days is March third. <laughs>
3: I'm tired. This is not going well. Andy and Dave have no idea about the future. God, there's got to so, yeah, be something Passover. else there. Uh, the, the banana peppers I enjoy as well. I wonder if we could do Passover here. Um, what else do I enjoy that is
0: weird? Do you, do you have anything that can beat blueberries and refried beans? Not that it's a competition.
3: All right. The closest I can get to to that is doing my tuna macaroni and cheese with um okay, so I make a batch of macaroni and cheese, I add a couple of cans of tuna, I add a can mm-hmm. of cream uh of condensed cream of mushroom soup, and then I add a can of peas ooh that actually sounds pretty good i know it's it's part of my childhood there I got it I got it for both of us. Are you ready okay
0: Wendy's creamers
3: <laughs> oh that was that was silly of us yep. Yeah, that that was that was silly of us. All right, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm, I think the weirdest one that's is this. That's that's blueberries that's and refried beans for me. All right, then. Well, that's a wrap.
4: This is episode four hundred and two for the Live on Saturday, March seventh, twenty fifteen. All right. So, random topic rolled ahead of time. And the question is: paper or plastic bags?
2: Right. For me, both. Really? When do you use paper bags? So, I typically use paper bags the most when I'm uh, putting stuff away for recyclable reasons. Um, I find like putting cans and uh, paper and cardboard into a, a nice paper bag makes it easy for me to transport it down to the, uh, to the recycle bin downstairs. And then since it's paper, it's going to be recycled.
4: Yeah, so you, you just throw the, the transportation vehicle at the same time when you get rid of all
2: the rest of the recycling. Right. So for me, that that's very useful. I then, I often use plastic bags for transporting stuff around. Um, Like, if I need to put something to work or bring it back from work, I would probably prefer to use the, um, like, the Meyer $1 bags that are supposed to be used over and over again, made out of Linen or whatever it is. Oh, yeah,
4: it's like, reusable totes. Yeah, we've got a whole bag full of reusable bags.
2: But for me, I keep forgetting them and they're in the car somewhere. So the plastic bags are just more accessible.
4: We normally try and use the reusable totes, which I'd say about probably uh, 80 90% of the time we use the reusable totes and we're actually using them enough to actually, you know, warrant their manufacture. So if I remember correctly, we talked about this years ago where you have to use a reusable bag, I think 40 to 50 times it actually starts to make a difference.
2: Wow. Using yeah, it less yeah, than that yeah. amount
4: of time it actually is it's not worth it. So you have to use it at least 40 to 50 times if I remember correctly. is an episode from long, long ago and you know how well my memory works. But, mine. but the uh, plastic bags what I actually used for those we have a bunch of the little tiny waste baskets around the apartment we have a little tiny one in the bathroom a little tiny one in the bedroom one actually next to here um, next to the computer desks. The little tiny plastic bags are actually the perfect size for those things. So we have an actually bought little tiny trash bags in a long time. Yeah, I mean, that makes pretty sense. Because it's going to be filled with non-recyclable trash, so that the bag's not going to be able to be recycled, so we just use the bag, and then when we pull it out, it's already got handles on it, so we don't have to worry about tying anything off. We just tie the handles off, and then plastic trash bags. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I ever had a paper bag.
2: Yeah, I got them from time to time from um, Whole Foods. I think the last time I had a
4: paper bag was Outback. Outback. When we went out to Outback, and we got a couple of boxes and we also got, uh, we had three boxes. We had the Bloomin' Onion in a box, my leftovers in a box, Kate's leftovers in a box, and we had a cheesecake or dessert. They got us a nice big paper bag for, to carry all our stuff. But the last time I visited <coughs> (coughs) paper bag is getting leftovers, or getting a doggy bag from Outback.
2: That's interesting, because usually when I get uh, doggy bags of plastic, granted I haven't really gotten doggy bags from Outback, so. Well,
4: when you order a woman, I mean, you can't eat all the woman got your entree at all, and then when you get a free dessert along with it, that was, oh man, that, was their, that used to be their frequent diner program was once a month you could go there and get a free appetizer and dessert with the purchase of two entrees.
2: Sounds like a good deal.
4: Yeah, it was a good deal and it was so good that they had to stop the deal because they were losing money on it but, oh man, that was, that was the life was once a month you'd go in there and be like, yes, this is this is good. Yeah, no, it's plastic or reusable for me. I haven't touched like a set of paper bag unless somebody gives me one and even then I don't even think more last time I pulled them out of the closet. We store them in the closet in case we need them. But I'm going to say, uh, 90% of the time plastic bag, but actually 90% of the time reusable bag. So neither, when we forget the reusable bag, we go with plastic. So I think that answers that question. I think so too. All right, Brian, well, thank you very much for being able to hop in here at such a last minute. No problem. Glad I could help. And I guess uh, that's a
3: wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast